Blog Talk Radio. facing 
those uh, particular issues. Um, uh, can you pronounce your name once one again for me? Um, Namina Florida. Namina, Namina. Okay, okay. I wanted to get it correct. Okay, Namina. Um, for for those who aren't familiar with your amazing work and and um and what a great individual you are, can you tell us what can you uh, introduce yourself to my listeners and let them know what a, what an amazing person you are, the amazing work that you've done and that you're currently doing. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Namina Forna. I am the New York Times and indie bestselling novelist of the young adult fantasy novel, The Gilded Ones, um, which is um, it's set in an African um, fantasy world. And it's in this world, basically, there's a group of women who are considered monsters because uh, they're faster and stronger than regular people and they bleed gold. But then actually actual monsters invade this world and the humans are like, wait a minute, I think we need those girls. So they offer them a choice, fight or die. My main character decides to fight and in doing so goes on a journey that sort of changes the course of her life, um, but also the world around her. Um, I'm originally from Sierra Leone, West Africa, born and raised, came to America when I was nine. Um, and I went to Spelman College, which sort of inspired um, the book um and i i don't know like uh oh and also the book is being made into a movie um i am also writing that so i'm very very excited to see all the places it's going congratulations on that i i mean um i i when i see the title and i saw it i'm like this has to be a movie um this has to be turned into a movie congratulations on that um the Gilded Ones. Um, tell them a little bit about the process on uh, your journey on uh, the writing process behind this uh, this year this book. Um, sure. So this book was. Uh, it, it's funny how it was long and drawn out and yet instant. And what I mean by that was, when I was at Spelman, um, I used to have this one recurring dream of like a girl. And she's like wearing golden armor and she's walking slow motion up onto a battlefield. Um, But right as she like gets there and she has like her swords in the air, she has one sword in each end, the dream sort of cuts out. And I never know where it goes. But I was fascinated with that dream because I was like, who is this girl? Um, What is she doing? What is this battle? And like where I was at Spelman, I also, I had all these questions about what it meant to be a woman and religion and, um, and society and all these things. Because I'd grown up in Sierra Leone, West Africa. Um, I'd grown up there um, at the beginning of the war and that before I moved here. So like I had all these experiences between there and moving to America that I sort of, I guess, I, I had all these questions that I really needed answers to. So fast forward one day, um, I'm in grad school, and I'm sitting in class when the words sort of drop into my head. Um, And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my God, there's this society, and there's this girl, and, like, you know, she's really strong, but people think she's a demon, blah, blah, blah. It just came one after another after another. And I was so excited to write the book, and I did. I wrote it um, in, like, basically over the course of a year. But this was 2012. So when I sent it out, um, the – First, in 2012, like, times were really different. Um, the, the thought back then was that black people do not sell books. So when I sent it out, 
like I get back um, agents who are interested, but they ask me that she, you know, has to be black. Or um, I and and I when I was in grad, I was in film school for grad school, so like I had portfolio exhibitions and I'd um, exhibit there, and people agents would say to my face like, "Well, you know, you have talent. This is this is really cool, but nobody's ever gonna buy it." Um, because, you know, nobody sort of wants it. It was like back then being black was sort of like embarrassing, like lower class. So um, I was just, I was frustrated. I was banging my head against a wall that um, I had, I had not anticipated being African. One of the privileges of growing up in Africa is that like, you don't really understand American racism until you're steeped in it, steeped in it for a long, long time, especially back then. So it's like I truly believed in the whole American meritocracy. I was like, there's no way. This is an amazing book. People are going to buy it. And then they didn't. So finally, I was like, okay, maybe I'm not a good write, enough writer, and this isn't a good enough book. So I, like, put it aside. Years later, um, around 2018, um, basically – I sort of see the reception that the promos for Black Panther are getting online. And by that time, I have an agent. So um, I, email, I, I, I call her. I'm like, hey, Alice, like, I have this book. I want to um, do a page one rewrite, meaning I want to throw out everything I have and start from scratch because I think I didn't go hard enough. Because um, I thought, wow, the, the time is finally now. But also, finally, people are able, are in the space where they, um, can hear what I want to say. And she's like, oh, I think this is cool. Um, how fast can you give it to me? I'm like, give me two months. I get it to her in a month and a half, and the day it goes out is the day that it sells, and it sells for um, a significant six-figure deal. And it was just amazing. So I guess I'll say this book took a really long time, but also a really short time to get out into the market. Absolutely. Um if I could take it back a second, I, when you stated that um, nobody's because um, uh, you were black and uh, nobody's gonna buy, uh, you know, a, uh, a book of color. Um, did, were you felt like did you feel like you were? Uh, was there racism towards you in any shape, form, or fashion? Oh, definitely. Like, and it wasn't a, <laughs> it wasn't like a personal thing of oh me, Namina. It was just, um, it. it, it <laughs> It was just back then in publishing, people just thought that black people did not sell books, that um, people did not want to buy books with black people who, black people writing it or black people on the cover. And so, like, honestly, like, my story now is like, oh, my gosh. But really, it was the same for, like, pretty much almost um, every black author that I'm talking to from that time. You know, like what changed was there were a couple like I think what changed was when Black Lives Matter came on the scene and then Trump became president and all these things. And then Black Panther came out, um, which showed that people had an appetite to buy to buy black work. Um, That's when people were like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can actually make uh, money um, off of uh, black art. But during the time when I was trying to write um, and when I was trying to sell things, that was not the case. But I am not the exception. I was the rule. And so many other black people, brown people, queer people, basically other marginalized people were also facing the same thing. And when they tried to publish things, they hit that same wall that I did. 
that, that must have been um, tough for you to uh, go through that entire process. And you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I can only imagine uh, what 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 you were thinking, what we were going through mentally and physically. It it was definitely painful. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I felt like I was being punished because all I've ever wanted to do in life is write. You know, I feel like there's people who have different paths in life, but for me, I had only one path, and it was always sort of clear to me. You know, like when I was growing up in Sierra Leone, I was growing up in very uncertain circumstances. It was a war. There were things that were happening. And how I felt safe was by reading and by reading specifically fantasy. So I always knew that that was what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to write fantasy books and provide safe spaces for other kids um, and other young people or just people in general who were in um, not the best circumstances across the world. So for me, there was never any other thing. Like I always had all these stories in my head. And so when I kept trying um, and not getting anywhere or I'd get representation, who would set me off to go write stories that I, I had nothing to do with? Like they'd have me story, writing stories about like white, white dudes in like Alaska or whatever. It was, it was really painful because I was like, I would think, you know, maybe I'm not as good a writer as I think, or, you know, maybe, maybe I'm just crazy and I need to go to law school. In fact, like I applied to law school and got in three times and never went. That's how it it was really hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, I mean, not, the, and I mean, the book has gotten such great reviews, and I've heard nothing but great things about this book. Um, when when my listeners and, and when my listeners uh, go pick up the book, um, and, and we gave uh, before we before you came online, we gave away a couple copies of the book. What um, do you want your readers and my listeners to get from this book when they read it? Um, I think the most important message, or at least the message that I would hope people get, um, because everybody's going to get different things from this book, is you get to decide who you are and nobody else. Um, I think uh, that for me personally, growing up, everybody else always had a definition for who I was before I even opened up my mouth. Um, By virtue of being a black woman, every time I stepped into a space, people already had a story written for who they thought that I would be. And I had to go through a process of claiming myself and defining myself. And I think it's the same, the same is true for everyone across the world. You know, people will always have preconceived notions of who you are or who you should be, and they will do their best to enforce it for you. So what I really hope is that people read this and realize you can choose to be who you want to be. And you can say and express and be who you want to be because only you have that power. Only you should have that power. And that is the power that you should claim for yourself. Absolutely. I I want to take it back for a second. Um, It's being out today again is uh, to celebrate women's day, women, international women's day. And, and, um, and I want you to be one of color. Um, I have a, so, it did some t- not too long ago women um you know didn't have the right to vote or didn't have rights and still in some countries around the world some women don't have rights and some women can't vote 
Um, how do you feel about now uh, that a lot has changed for uh, women in general as for the voting process, as for them to, to have a voice and to be able to do the amazing things that they're doing today? Um, I think it's so um, amazing and so important that we get the right to vote, um, and especially I'm going to be more specific, um, we in terms of black women, because Yes, everybody got the right to vote, but at different times, right? Um, so I think it's so important that we have to write the right to vote. Um, I do also think that right now the right to vote is, um, you know, it is under attack. Like there are so many bills and so many things that are happening right now where people are sort of trying to cur- curtail that freedom and are sort of trying to put um, – um, sort of, I guess, bumper, like bumpers on that freedom. And I think it's important that we really do keep an eye on that and watch that because that is our primary right as citizens, um, as American citizens, is the right to vote, the right to express how we feel that our government um, should carry on. Um, and, and that's a right that not everybody, not everybody around the world has, and it's so important, you know, like it, it, it is of the utmost importance. So um, I guess just watch your right to vote and protect it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, you know, we, we need, we need um, the voting process and we need people to actually go out and vote. And, you know, some, you know, sometimes, um, the media can persuade us otherwise, but we need to uh, get out there and vote and advocate because of so much that's going on. And and, and I, I believe your your amazing work, your book, and that will inspire not only women but also everyone around the world to uh, voice, to have a voice, and to fight for what they believe in. I mean, I was reading such amazing work that that you've done. You know, your struggles and, and you know different things and. Um, Please, um, if you can, I would definitely appreciate what piece of advice that you would give to uh, an, uh, an aspiring uh, woman or young black girl that want to do the amazing that you've done and that you're currently doing. Um, wow, <laughs> I have several pieces of advice. The first <laughs> thing I will say is, like, if you are just starting out and thinking, hey, I want to be a writer, the first thing I would say is read a lot. Read, 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 read everything that you get, can get your hands on because good writers um, are only as good as all the things that they've read. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing that I would say is if you do want to be a professional writer, number one, I am very happy because now there seems to be an opening in the industry. Like the industry, I mean, it's not to where we would like it to be, but it is way more open than it was um, when I was starting out. Um, so it is a good time to sort of get um, into the industry and new and different stories are being encouraged and heard and wanted now. Um, that being said, get, get on Twitter because um, you need to have a writing community. Write, writing does not exist in a vacuum. I know there's an idea, and I had this idea that when I, was a, when I became a writer that I would just sort of, you know, um, be a lone writer wafting through life, um, writing in a cottage on a hill with like, you know, the wind billowing through my curtains and stuff. But no, like you actually need a writing community and you're only as good as your critique partners. So find you the critique partners who will make your work um, better, stronger, 
um, and who you can bounce ideas off of. Uh, finally, the last thing that I would say is um, typically people get into the industry through querying, which is, you know, you find an agent that you like, you Google them, see that they, they like the stuff that you do, and then you send them a letter saying, hey, this is what I've written. But there are other things now like um, pit mad, pitch madness, and hashtag easy pit, which are, com- which are competitions that um, they're free, number one, but number two, they exist on Twitter. Um, they're easily accessible, and there are ways that you can get your work in front of um, an agent that are outside um, of querying. Um, I got my big breakthrough, um, hashtag DV pit. Like um, I sent off a tweet, <laughs> um, one line about my book, and that's how I met my agent. So it's possible. Amazing, amazing. Um, oh, my goodness, amazing. Congratulations on all your success. And, and, the, um, and, and, this, and the fact that this is, you you're in the process of making this into a movie, and um, I'm just so amazed with all the stuff that you're doing. I, I cannot, um, oh my goodness, so COVID dies down so that we can bring you here here in the studio and just, oh my God, so that my, so that you know we can be in person and just feel the the connection that I feel that you know the work that the amazing work that you're doing. Swana, you are an amazing woman, and you are a voice for the uh, the speechless. And um, congratulations on it. If you can, um, I would love for you to give out your uh, uh, your website or your social media that you want my listeners to find out more information about what you're doing and what you got coming up. Um, everyone, so um, you can find me on Twitter at Namina Forna. You can find me on Instagram at Namina.Forna and at my website, Um, Just check it out. Um, I am on there. You'll find all the events that I'm doing. Um, yeah. Namina, I, uh, I appreciate you. And I, I truly appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come and be on my platform and grace your presence. It's truly amazing. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, for all your hard work. Please continue to fight the good fight. And I, I mean, this book is amazing. My, again, we gave out several, we gave out a couple of copies already. And um, if you guys don't have this book, please go out and get it. Namina, I, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for um, all that you do and all that you continue to do. God bless you. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. No problem. Thank you so much. And listen, don't let this be your last visit. Please come back by another time, okay? Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
in the process of being a movie. So we're going to have her, I'm going to reach back out to her um, soon to talk about the movie process and how this is going. So it's an amazing process. Again, please archive the, archive the interview. It was an amazing interview with Miss Warner today. And um, it was truly a privilege to have her on the show. This is one minute. Um, Doing such an amazing work out here um, today. Um, again, happy International Women's Day to everyone, all the women that are out here today. And um, let me just send a shout out to all uh, my amazing women, female staff here at the Timothy Hodge Show and Power and 3.4 and for doing an amazing job and um, keeping my show um, uh, in good progress and um, getting it on the air each and every time. So if you, my listeners, can uh, have a great show. Um, I love you so much. Stay up, stay strong. Um, we're going to give a round of applause to everybody for listening today. I really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Um, my little audience that I have here today, um, I uh, rarely have, but um, just uh, the COVID process, we can't really do um, major um, audience because of COVID regulations, but nevertheless, we do have maybe a handful that are here in our studio audience. And um, announcing, guys, uh, really soon, the Timothy Hodge Show is set to air on a TV network near you. So we're in the process. I'm so excited about uh, amazing stuff that's coming on the show, that, that the show is going to be doing. And I'm going to be doing, again, we're coming to a TV network near you. I'm so excited. And uh, we're going to be airing the show live on YouTube and all of uh, Facebook Live. We're going to be doing so much amazing work with the show. Again, we celebrated recently 13 years on the air Congratulations to us, to you for listening, for keeping us on for 13 years. Um, it's been a struggle, it's been hard, but listen, we are here, we are here, we are here, and we're still holding on strong. So I say thank you, thank you, thank you again. Um, oh my goodness, I love you guys so much, and for making the show for what it is today, and making me for who I am today, and for getting us this far. Again, thank you so much, Phenomena, Florida, for coming on the show, The Gilded Ones. In stores, online, wherever books are sold, it is there. Please pick up four copies each. Pick up one for yourself. Pick up one for a family member, a friend, uh, whoever else. Pick up one. It's an amazing book. It's a book that you just that you have to read. And trust me, once you pick it up, it will truly inspire you. Um, thank you so much again to all who are listening today. Um, love you. I stay up, stay strong, be blessed, and stay safe out here. Uh, COVID is still available. COVID is still out here. Um, if you want to be vaccinated, please go out and be vaccinated. If you don't want to, trust me, I understand. But nevertheless, just please stay safe. Let's continue to uh, practice uh, the guidelines, social distancing, et cetera, et cetera. I love you so much. I'm going to leave you with a track. Until um, next time, thank you so much. For the, uh, more information on today's show, timothyhotshow.gmail.com for more information. Check us out on Instagram or social or Facebook or Twitter for more information on today's episode. Take care. Peace.